Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Game on! Game on! Hello, Boston Bruins fans. I'm Kurt Schmied, and you're listening to Believe in Boston Bruins on the Believe Podcast Network. We believe in Boston Bruins. Do you believe? On this week's episode, the Bruins lose a part of their coaching staff, and a new minor league affiliate is announced. If you enjoy this show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on all your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn, and you can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. Well, the Boston Bruins assistant coach, Jay Pandolfo, is leaving the NHL to join his alma mater at Boston University. So the question is now, who do they replace him with? Well, there's a good chance that maybe um, Providence head coach Jay Leach joins the joins the staff as an, as an assistant. Uh, he would be a perfect fit for the younger players, and he knows most of them from his time in Providence. So... You know, you could say that maybe it would be a good thing to possibly go with go with Jay Leach, you know, or, you know, I've heard a lot of other things like Rick Tockett's name has been thrown out there and a bunch of other a bunch of other names have been thrown out there. But, you know, Pandal or not Pandolfo, but Jay Leach, he knows he knows what these younger players are capable of. And maybe Cassidy would have more patience with them too, if Jay Leach was on the raw, if he was on the coaching staff. So maybe it would help out. It would benefit the younger players if Jay Le- if Jay Leach was the uh, was an assistant with the team. And you know, let's face it, he could be next in line in case Cassidy gets fired. So you know, you got to look at it both ways here. But. As of right now, they're looking for an assistant coach, and as far as Jay Pandolfo, he's um he's no longer he's no longer on the um he's decided to go back to um go back to BC or BU actually get confused between the two schools. So that's going to be a, a, a interesting interesting news coming up uh, in the next couple of weeks, and you know hopefully they find somebody who's going to be really suited for the younger players. Now, other big news for the Bruins this week. The Maine Mariners Hockey Club announced a new affiliation agreement on last week and they became to become the ECHL affiliate of the Boston Bruins. Now, the Mariners had previously been, been affiliated with the New York Rangers since they joined the East Coast Hockey League, or the ECHL, in 2018. Now, the, affiliated, the affiliate agreement with the Bruins com- completes basically a trifecta of the Boston-Portland affiliations. The Red Sox have the Portland Sea Dogs, and the Celtics have the Maine Celtics, formerly the Maine Red Claws. I, you know, they all have existing agreements uh, with these teams. So it, it may it if and hey, if there was a minor league for professional football or for the NFL, 
I have a feeling that the NH that the Patriots would go with a Portland team. So it makes kind of sense. I mean, it makes perfect sense to have, you know, a team your one of your minor league another minor league team in your in your region. Okay? Because, you know, for the past couple of years, the Bruins have had nothing but, you know, have been in Atlanta at one point. I remember them having a team in um South Carolina, the South Carolina Stingrays, but this makes perfect sense. Now, if they wanted to, and, and if there was ever a chance, you know, a lot of people have thought that maybe Ma- Manchester, New Hampshire would have been a good bet. But here's the thing about Manchester. Manchester doesn't have a hockey team already there in existence for there to be an affiliate. Maine has this, Maine already had a, had a team there and it makes perfect sense. All right. It would have made perfect sense a couple of years ago when the Worcester Railers were looking for an affiliate and they jumped on the New York Islanders. So it would have made a little bit more sense to have Worcester and Providence, you know, as your minor league affiliates. But this is a pretty good thing. And plus the call ups, there's going to be a big advantage to call ups to Providence. All right. There's going to be a big advantage to, you know, you know, able to keep an eye on those prospects up there. All right. You're not going to have guy, you know, you're not going to have scouts or coaching staff or anybody going to Atlanta anymore. You're basically going to have guys coming in, somebody like Don Sweeney or one of the other scouts or whoever, you know, go, being able to take a ride up to Portland and watch some of these young kids. Now, I do now the chances of ECHL guys actually make it, making it to the NHL are kind of slim. I mean, you do have those players that have made it from the East Coast League or the ECHL and have actually made it to the NHL. But, you know, chances are slim there. But like I said, it's an easy call-up for the Providence Bruins now. I mean, you just shoot down I-9. All you have to do is shoot down I-95 and you're already there. It makes perfect sense for the Boston Bruins and the Providence Bruins too. And the the other thing that makes, you know, you know, makes perfect sense. Well, if you think about it, you know, the travel for the team. All right. You know, you're, there's a lot of other teams here in the, in the East, on the East coast who play in the ECHL. You know, you have pro, you know, you do have Worcester. I believe you have Adirondack and you have a couple of other teams, I believe um, up here in the Northeast. So that makes sense. You know, you're not, you know, you're not calling up a player from, you know, you know, you're not going to call up a player who's playing for Atlanta and he's all, and he's all the way down in, in say, Naples, Florida, you know, and he has to get on a plane. He's, everything is going to be a lot simpler to call guys up. And you know that they're going to be calling guys back and forth because that happens an awful lot. Once you get an injury up in, in Boston and you have to call up somebody from the AHL, Providence Bruins, you immediately have to call somebody up from f- from Portland. So it makes perfect sense. And it's about time the Bruins actually woke up because, you know, Atlanta Atlanta didn't never made sense to me. Neither did neither did um uh South Carolina. Those didn't make sense to me, but this makes perfect sense to have a, have a, another minor league affiliate in your you know, in your region. 
you know, for, for scouting purposes, coaching pur- purposes, call-ups, call-ups are going to be really easy. I mean, they're going to – this team is, you know, Portland, the main Mariners are going to be traveling, are going to be traveling, you know, not going to be – they're not going to be traveling down south or anything. They're basically going to be traveling up around the northeast. So basically, it's just going to be a quick plane ride or a quick – you know, drive or what a rental car drive back to Boston or back to Providence. So it's going to make perfect sense. And the best thing about this is it's the main Mariners. There's a history between the Boston Bruins and the name of that team going all the way back to, you know, the mid eighties when the main Mariners were the top minor league affiliate before, before Providence, you know, they were the main Mariners were the top, you know, affiliate. I mean, guys like, I believe, you know, there's there's a few guys that have played for the Maine Mariners who have played for the Boston Bruins, and they were big names there too. So this makes perfect, this makes perfect sense all the way around. You're going back to the Maine Mariners who were your minor league, affi- or were a minor league, once a minor league affiliate, you know, you know, a team like, team based in Maine. So this is going to be a big, big thing for the, for Boston. And plus, you know, a lot of Bruins fan bases up there. You got to figure that one out too, people. Everyone, whatever. You know, your Bruins fan base is there. So it makes, it all makes perfect sense. Now, if there was a minor league, now, if there was another tier below, you know, the East Coast or the ECHL, I keep wanting to call it the East Coast because I'm old school. But, you know, if there was another one below that, you know, Manchester, New Hampshire would make a perfect would make perfect sense, but they don't have a f- existing franchise, so who knows? But still, this is a good move for the Boston Bruins. At least they actually have, you know, they're going to be close by. Now, the, as far as the team colors go, team colors are basically green. I believe that they're. I believe the team colors are green. Are have like think they're green oh they're they're like green and navy navy blue and silver that's what they're well you know they could go to black and gold if they wanted to so who knows who knows what's going to happen with that but still we actually have for a long time long time i've been waiting a long time for this is to have the bruins echl affiliate located somewhere closer than atlanta georgia or South Carolina. It makes perfect sense. It does. And I'm really looking forward to it because maybe, maybe there's a good chance that I could possibly see a road trip, you know, to Worcester to watch the Maine Mariners take on the Worcester Railers. Same way I go to, I go to Bridgeport to watch the Providence Bruins play. So this is a good, this might be a really good opportunity to watch some of the Bruins. I mean, watch some of the Bruins, um, minor leaguers come through the system. So it's a good move. It's a great move for for the Bruins. And plus, you know, you know, the call-ups are going to be a whole hell of a lot easier than trying to fly a guy up from the south. It's going to be that easy. That easy. So, minor league, you know, minor leaguers bouncing around, you know, somebody gets called up from, Bo- you know, somebody gets injured in Boston, you know, you have you got somebody moving up from from Providence, you're going to have to call somebody up from Portland. So basically, you're going to have guys moving around a lot. And to 
And just to let you know, there's going to probably be a lot of movement coming up next season. You know, because we're going to have a longer season. It's going to be a regulation season, hopefully. Hopefully the NHL doesn't screw this one up. But they're supposed to have a regular season, 82 games. There's going to be injuries. There's going to be call-ups. So, And I'm really looking forward to seeing or hearing about some of those other players you know, who play for Portland get called up and eventually maybe good chance there's a, there's a good chance that you know there's a good chance that you could see a guy who's playing who's going to be playing in Providence uh, Portland next year Port, Providence the next and then eventually up in Boston I mean because Dan Vladar Dan Vladar actually played in Atlanta he had some time in Atlanta for a for a season or two so he got some seasoning He's in the NHL, so who knows? Who knows what kind of prospect is going to be? You know, going to is Don Sweeney going to have his eye on in Portland, and is going to make a jump from Portland to Providence to Boston? So it's a good thing for the Boston Bruins to have this affiliate. Now the expansion draft is is just around the corner. I know Game Four is tonight. I was actually going to wait and and do the podcast later this week, but you know I decided to just get it done and you know I had plenty to talk about especially with the with the new affiliate Jay Jay Pandolfo leaving and um, the NHL expansion draft is coming up and um, it's going to be on Wednesday July 21st at 8 p.m. and it's going to be on ESPN2 not ES not not NBC NBC basically after tonight NBC is basically done with with the NHL and you know I'm really looking forward to it now Speaking of the expansion draft, you know, the um the the um the Kraken are going to Seattle Kraken are going to be able to pick a couple are going to be able to pick players from each team. And one of those players, you know, you, everybody's playing wondering, "Oh, who's going to who's going to be left on untouched? Who's going to be left, you know, who's going to be, you know, who's going to be the the Bruin who's going to go?" Well, my my bet is um I'm placing bets here, and I like there. There's quite a few that fans don't really want back. All right, but I would have to say the person that the Bruins should should basically, you know, expose. You know, not only expose, but I think he's gonna go. I basically think that Jeremy Jeremy Lazan is going to be a Seattle Kraken as of. You know, July July twenty first, he will be a Seattle Kraken. I don't see I don't see Seattle giving up on this kid. I see them going after I see them going after not only going after veterans but going after youth as well. So that's who I think that they're going to take. And a lot of NHL experts have also thought that the that's who they're going to target on the Boston Bruins. It's going to be Jeremy Lazan, and I have no problem with it. I honestly don't have a problem with that. Because if you look at if you look at his um if you look at his totals from this past season, I mean he played well. Being in it's was his first like almost full season. I mean he was a he was played in forty two games, had nine assists. His plus minus was zero, so he was even. So you know, so that was that was that was okay. That was you know he had an okay season. All right, you know I'm not gonna say he was he was outstanding. But still, but then in the playoffs, you know, when you're a minus six in career playoffs or, you know, no, actually a minus three, 
He was a minus three. So, in this year's playoffs. So, and plus he gave up, he, he, he had, he had his breakdowns and, you know, I just, I just don't see him as a Boston Bruin. I honestly don't. And, you know, I know I'd rather, I'd rather the Bruins concentrate more on somebody like a Trent, you know, keeping guys like Trent Frederick, who just signed a new contract, you know, Jeremy Swayman, who's going to be the store, you know, is going to be probably going to take over for Rask, you know, so. You know, I would just my my bet is Jeremy Lazan is going to be a Seattle Kraken by the end by the end of the night on July twenty first. Now the NHL expansion draft is going to be on Friday, July twenty third. That's also going to be on ESPN two. So at least round one coverage is going to be is going to be um, is going to be that is going to be um, televised. So, but it's going to be an interesting it's going to be an interesting off season. Now I do I do have a feeling that the season season no matter what the season ends tonight I I don't have a I don't really have a chance for you know I don't think Montreal actually has a chance so basically as of this taping Seattle I mean um, Montreal doesn't have a chance you might as well just say the light the Lightning are just gonna sweep this series so we're we're, we're done with we're done with hockey until till at least till at least the um, 20, Wednesday the 21st when we have the expansion draft and it's going to be interesting to see how this all goes down and apparently the Kraken are to the same are at the same um it's the same rules for the Kraken as it was for the Vegas Golden Knights so it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see how Ron Francis does this draft and you know how well he puts the team together I mean will this team be a contender right out of the box like Vegas was I don't know. It depends on what t- players he picks. Now, there's going to be a lot of um, a lot of talk about some of the prospects going into the NHL um, the um, the NHL draft, and there's going to be um, you know there's there's a lot of stuff going on here. Some of the top prospects from North America in- include um, University of Michigan's Owen Power. We have uh, center Kent Johnson. We also have a, a freshman, um, a center from the interior, or freshman from the, or, or player from the uh, Ontario Hockey League for the Peterborough Peets. It's going to be Mason McTavish. Um, we also have defenseman Luke Hughes in there, the brother of um, Quinn and Jack Hughes. And Edmonton Oiler, Oil Kings, um, Dylan Gauthier, Gauthier, who had 24 points in in, in a shortened 12 game season. So, so basically top, one of the top kids here is, you know, Owen power. He plays for the university of Michigan. Now here's the thing. If you're, if you're the Seattle Kraken, do you take a shot at, at a, at a college kid as your first, as your, as your first pick now? Well, or anybody, anybody who's there. Cause you know, you know he's he's a he's a freshman. He could go back for at least another two or three years. So who knows what this Owen Power kid is gonna is gonna be? But do you take a do you actually take a chance on on drafting a uh, college kid? You know, or do you take a chance at draft? You know, you're, you're taking a chance at basically drafting a college kid because he's not he's probably not going to play in the NHL right away or sign with an NHL team right away. Because, you know, he's probably going to play at least two or three years. 
Okay, so I would say if you're if you're if you know you're one of these top picks or one of these you know if you have a top pick, do you do you like skip over a college player? And I would say no. Let him play out instead of playing juniors for like two or three years. Let him play the college game. You know, it's it's gonna probably. I think that maybe playing a co- maybe college maybe playing college is a lot better than playing. You know, spending you know two or three years playing college hockey. You know, you know, freshman, junior, sophomore, and junior years. You know, it's probably better than sitting. Is probably better than sitting for like the last year of your junior, and then spending a couple of years in the minors. So who knows? But it's going to be interesting to see how this draft goes down. You know, everybody's everybody's wondering, you know, how the expansion draft is going to go. So I'm kind of excited to see who the Kraken actually pick on for their team. I'm hoping that maybe maybe they go back, maybe they go after a Jeremy Lazan. Maybe he's one of their guy. Maybe he's one of, been one of the guys they've been targeting all season. Maybe they've been looking at his game, but then again, maybe not because they saw what he didn't. You know, saw what his performance was in the playoffs, and his performance wasn't great. His performance wasn't great at all. But you know, you gotta you you really have to look at. You know, if you're a general manager, if you're Ron Francis, do you really take take a shot at Lazan? You know, it's going to be an interest. It's going to be interesting to see what happens when they have to pick from the Bruins. They have to pick a player from the Bruins, and it's it's because I have a feeling that you know, yeah, Jeremy Lazan is a pretty decent player, and I'd like to see him go to Seattle. And I have a feeling he will he will end up in Seattle, but maybe maybe Ron Francis pulls something pulls something you know and goes after somebody else, because right now we really don't know who's who's on that list who's on that protect list yet. I mean, is Lazan actually going to be protected? That's the question. That's the big question. Who's going to be protected? And we probably won't know for a couple of days. You know, and then a couple of days later, you have the. Uh, the expansion draft or the NHL draft, and it's gonna it's gonna be an interesting week that week. And you know, I'm kind of I'm kind of wondering where the Bruins are gonna fit in on this because as of right now, you know, they haven't had they've they haven't really had any luck with 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 drafts. They haven't they haven't had any luck with the NA, with draft picks, with the exception of McAvoy and Pasternak. That's about it. You know, the 2015 draft was was basically a bust, a big bust. So, who knows what might go down? You know, because right as of right now, you know, you know, you're possibly looking at Buffalo, Buffalo going after this Owen kid. You know, going after this, you know, possibly Owen Power kid. You know. But then you have a kid by the name of Ken Donson, you know, you know, you have him too. But like I said, these are two college players. Do you take a chance on college players this early? So who knows what's going to happen? You know, you know, do you go after uh do you go after a, um, a, a sweet, a kid from Sweden or, or a European player? I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see how the, how they, how they go. 
you know, especially, you know, the draft order, you know, you have Buffalo first and then Seattle gets their draft pit and then Seattle gets number two. So it's going to be interesting. It's going to be an interesting couple of weeks and, you know, to see how the expansion draft goes, how, you know, what happens with the, with the NHL draft. I mean, you know, the Bruins had some pretty decent draft picks last year and, and they're all college players and they all played in, they really didn't get enough college time because of, um, due to COVID because a lot of teams didn't even play. So it's going to be interesting to see how things go, you know, once, once, once everything gets settled between the expansion draft, the, uh, entry draft, and then we can really start looking, really start dissecting what the Bruins are going to look like for the upcoming season, especially since free agency is also around the corner. And that's going to be a big thing too. And free agency, I believe that free agency is probably, I don't really know when free agency is. I don't know. Yeah, I have, I have, I don't even have a clue on when, but you know, that's around the corner too. So there's a lot, there's going to be a lot of interesting things happening when we get to, um, once we get past the entry draft and the and the regular draft too. But it's going to be really interesting to see who the Bruins are going to possibly protect in the in the expansion draft. And my my bet is Jeremy Lazan is not going to be a Boston Bruin. I guarantee it. I don't think he will be because I think Seattle will will go after him and take him. And then we'll see what happens, what kind of a, what kind of a career he has. Because if, if Jeremy Lazan goes into Seattle and has a spectacular career with, the Se- with Seattle, it's, I'm going to be surprised. Are the Bruins going to be like, wow, we gave up on this player? And, you know, you never know because you never know what might happen. Maybe it changes scenery. That, that's a good possibility. Maybe, you know, every once in a while, if a player gets, every now and then when a player gets traded, you know, you do have that, you know, you know, change of scenery usually does quite well for for a player. You know, if, you know, they move, you know, if they were to move Tuka Rask to, you know, just by saying it, if they were to move Tuka Rask to unprotect Tuka Rask and he moved to Seattle or whatever, you know, and he has a, and he wins the cup, that would be, Bruins fans would be kicking themselves right now. This show is available on all your favorite streaming platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. And you can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. And are you interested in advertising on this show? Please contact Believe at Believe.com. Thanks for listening. Have a great week and go Bruins. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.